you came out tonight early, aggressive. What was different for you tonight in terms of just setting the tone with your game in this game? Ball. 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 This is Orange Ball Juice, the show where I make my two teenage sons co-host a basketball podcast with me so they can tell their dad what to think about the NBA and hopefully help me win my fantasy pool. So, without further ado... Ball. Welcome to Orange Ball Juice, always fresh, never toxic, family-friendly b-ball blabber. My name is Brooks, and as always, I'm joined by my two household NBA analysts, my teenage sons, Spency G and Marky Man. How you doing, Spency? I'm doing all right. And Marky Man, how are you? Doing pretty good. Well, that's good. Um, well, it's Sunday, February 12th, 2023, Super Bowl Sunday. And we are looking ahead to week 18 in the NBA. But now that week 17 is almost over, let's take a look at some highlights. That was awesome. And lowlights. Come on, dude. So I think it's safe to say that most of our highlights and lowlights are going to be focused on trades because we're just coming off of the trade deadline, which was last Thursday and probably one of the most insane deadline days in NBA history. Um, last week when we, when we recorded, um, all we knew that Kyrie had demanded a trade, but the trade to the Mavs hadn't happened yet. Um, so since then, he you know he went to the Mavericks for a big package coming back to the Nets. And uh, anyway, lots of crazy trades. So, uh, Spency, what's your highlight from Week 17? Well, um, my highlight is just the Nets overall. Um, this might be controversial, but, I mean, I think they won the trade deadline. I mean, they got Dinwiddie, um, and I think uh, I think they got some other stuff as well in that. Um, I mean, they acquired two really solid players from the Suns, Mikael Bridges and Cam Johnson, and received, like, a ludicrous amount of picks in yeah. total. Um, they got four unprotected first-round picks, which is, like, worth so much. Like, that's yeah. insane. And also five second round picks from the Bucks um, for Jay Crowder, and you know, I, I I think they won that. A lot of people are upset that the Bucks offered that much for Jay Crowder. Um, so like, yeah, the Nets should remain like a solid team while also having a really bright future. So I, I think they came out on top. Well, they looked pretty tough last night in the game against Philly. Um, they certainly have, you know. They're a completely different look as a team, yeah, yeah. but all these new guys seem to be fitting in. And you're right; like the future looks bright now. They're pretty young. I think it worked out as good as it could have for them, considering yeah. like mm. how badly, like basically the last year, yeah. like ever since yeah. KD sort of demanded the trade over the summer, and that was kind of yeah. a whole nightmare situation. Um, yeah, and we didn't we didn't even mention that. So yeah, you know, yeah. well, uh, it, KD went to the Suns, yeah. so we everybody in the world knows that at this point. Yeah. Well, so what did you think? Yeah. Well, it's what do you think about the Nets? I think the Nets did the best they could, and now yeah, they ha- they have all these guys, and they have this guy Cam Thomas now, yeah. who's just stepped up and is playing insane. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know they like it, it, when they had Kevin Durant, Kyrie, like the Brooklyn Nets, just like it was, it just had they had just bad vibes. Yeah, and it just I, wasn't I, like yeah. everything. Just like it wasn't good. Yes, and they seem to be like they seem to be like. 
energetic these last few games I've noticed with his new team and like they seem to be. I think that I, and to be honest, I, th- I mean, obviously they lost superstar level players, but those superstar guys had been voicing their discontent and and mm-hmm. causing problems for the team anyway. Yeah. So it didn't seem like it was going to last much longer. It's, it's very surprising that they didn't just try to, considering how well they were playing, I think we were all surprised yeah. that they didn't just go all in and try to do it this year. Yeah. But since they didn't, you know, it's kind of, I feel good yeah. for the Nets. They ripped the Band-Aid off. They got a bunch of great talent on the team now, young talent, and they can, they have a real chance at a yeah. rebuild and their future does look good. Well, it's like, like you. I think you told me this yesterday. So they are given this, like, they're given the four seed in the West or in the East. And like, after all these trades, you're like, okay, well, let's see what you can do with this position. Are you going to win games? Or are you going to lose them? And it's like, they're probably, you know, are feeling good that right now. Yeah. I mean, there's a good chance they're still going to make the playoffs. I mean, I don't know what their schedule is like. Um, obviously it's going to be harder for them to win, but they totally held their own against the Sixers, who are definitely a better team and definitely were able to, at yeah. the very end of that game, do what they had to do to win. But they lost by three. Uh, anyway, it's interesting. I think the Nets are fun. So what's your uh, low light, Spencey? Yeah, um, my low light is the Jazz um, within that like three-team trade. I, I really did not see the point of that trade because they essentially just traded Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt. For a and first rounder, Mike, and Mike Conley, but yeah, but he got sent somewhere else. And Mike Conley, and received a first rounder and Russell Westbrook. Except yeah. they're buying out Russell Westbrook. Well, we don't know yet. Well, very. It seems like pretty much. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the last. Yeah, we, day. we we don't know yet. I think that's still up in the air. Where okay. yeah, so yeah. we don't know if he's going to stay. If the we team don't know, or not. yeah. But if they do buy him out, they essentially traded. Three like solid players for one first round pick, and also they have to pay a hefty sum, yeah, to get rid of Westbrook, which it just seems weird. Well, it I think, be, yeah, well, yeah. they just want to get rid of space, yeah, but it seems I like they could And I don't think I feel like Mike Conley was could is favored around the league in certain spots, certain teams could use a veteran point well, guard who oh, can yeah. manage it's, things. Yeah, well, I feel like they probably could have gotten better value. I think what it is is just the Utah Jazz didn't see, didn't think that Mike Conley was doing anything for them. <laughs> so they just decided that. Like, well, yeah, but yeah. it's also Malik Beasley and Jared Vanderbilt who so, are solid players. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they didn't get what the value of them was and maybe they I, – I, this kind of stuff gets really complicated when you – Taking everything into consideration, like get it dropping salary, and obviously, the story from the beginning of the season for the Jazz, as far as we know, was yeah. they were supposed to be tanking, right? They were supposed to tank this, or or people talked about that, like yeah. this is a year they're supposed to finish, you know, to you know have better picks going in or have a better chance uh-huh. at um, you know drafting high next year. And now they're in eleventh, and it's sort of like it seems like they just. I think they should tank at this point. Well, it's kind of like they did. Yeah. Right? They have decided to, right? Because yeah. now they're still pretty tough, as we saw. They beat the Raptors um, yeah. the other yeah. night, and they're, you know, they they have some good stuff going yeah. on. I think they want to build around that core. Like they got like the, the Twin Towers kind of vibe going on with like, Kessler and yeah. uh, Markinen. Yeah, and uh, they just want to get rid of their old guys and. Uh, 
and, and just and, kind of do it with yeah. youth and build build it up from from scratch. And if they, yeah, if they are tanking, I do see West Westbrook most likely getting bought out. Because yeah. like, why would you? Just... Well, I saw a headline. Well, I mean, I saw yeah, a headline saying that Paul George yeah, might, might yeah, want yeah. him to come to the Clippers, right? Yeah. Come play off the bench there. Yeah, well, now that Reggie Jackson's gone too, and yeah. John Wall, so yeah, exactly. So they need maybe they need more yeah. backcourt help or whatever. Like I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those things that, and I feel so bad for Rhett Westbrook, but he his career seems to be just. Everybody thinks that he creates, even despite all of his amazing talent, he creates problems for teams for whatever reason. Yeah, and, he, and now it's like he's this sort of fading superstar. He's still more talented than like what eighty percent of point yeah. guards in the league. Okay. Yeah, and, like, and, he, and but still nobody. Yeah. Where does he go? Where does he fit? He can be. I think the problem is that like he views himself like he thinks he should be in a bigger role, and that might not necessarily be true based on where yeah. he is right yeah. now. But if he, like, accepted the fact that he is, you know, he's not as good, but he is still, like, he can come off the bench and play well. It's just when he's given, like, a really huge role, people get frustrated because he has, like, he's been seen to make, like, poor shot okay. decisions and yeah, turn yeah. a lot of turnovers. Okay, yeah. he's averaging 16 points, 8 assists, and 6 rebounds. Yeah. I so mean, it's he, like, that is, like, that is an insanely good style. Totally, but Spencer's right. If he's doing that in a role where he's like playing as if he's a guy who's getting twenty five points, you know, ten rebounds and set, like he's expect. Yeah. If, if he's trying, you know, if you're trying to play him like you're expecting more from him, like it still has to fit I don't, the concept but, of a team. I mean, for the Lakers, it obviously didn't work for the Lakers. For the Lakers, I don't think that was happening though. To be honest, I don't think. I don't, well, obviously not. He was well, coming off the bench. Well, no, he was coming off the bench, but he, I, what I found is he seemed to have accepted the fact that he was. He was coming off the bench, and like he he didn't seem to be like he seemed to just be having like fun out there, and he seemed to be more energetic than anyone else. Yeah, and he wasn't like. But I think that's just his style too. Like I think he actually really likes playing basketball, and I think he really uh, goes all out. I think that's just his style. Just for whatever reason, uh, it's not. You know, it wasn't enough for the Lakers. They needed more guys, and they got rid of him, and it became a positive. Because if you have him, you have to use him, right? Yeah, right. It's it's it's, well, it's, it's difficult. Like, like he's he's, yeah, he's averaging like thirty percent from three. He's not shooting terribly. He's like, I mean, yeah, he's not a great field goal percentage, like forty two. No. But it, that's like, yeah, it's more just it. It really is like a turnovers are a huge part. Like even when he had this, he did have a great game for me in fantasy, but he also had six individual turnovers, which is like completely unacceptable for any yeah, he, player in the well, league. Especially a point guard. Like exactly. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be turning it over. Like, um, that. like that is one of the issues. Yeah. And people, it just because also, I do think he does make some like not the best shot selection sometimes because it does seem like his shot oh, yeah. isn't as good as it used to be. So people get like angry when he pulls up for a mid-range jumper and it's like a disgusting brick. <clears throat> and if that doesn't happen that often, it's yeah. still like... Yeah, exactly. They don't, I mean, that. that's that's... Like he's yeah. for sure like the one of the top five in finishing at the rim, mm-hmm. and he's in guards. Like, in, oh, for sure! Like have or you seen in him in general? In general, I don't know about that. Like, well, I don't know well, about that. You, ha- you can't really compare a point. Yeah, I meant in guards. You can't compare like a point guard and Joel Embiid. Well, yeah, just, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, he's like top, maybe even top three in finishing as a point guard. Like he gets to the rack and he he doesn't miss his layup. 
the, the the issue with him is that he has a very specific, very specific strengths and very obvious weaknesses. Yeah. So it has to fit perfectly into the into a scheme. Yeah. And it seems like like you were saying, he expects like his whole career, he's been a superstar, superstar team leader type player, and yeah. maybe he just needs to accept a different view of himself if he wants to continue playing yeah. because at this phase it doesn't seem like he fits anywhere yeah. even it's, it's, I just find it weird because like I feel like it I don't know it could just be me but like I feel like next season he just come out and like average 25 for a Maybe. team like it just like I like he doesn't seem like again though it's, it's an, just he's, weird. A, he's an aging player like you know it's it, it's 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 weird I, I mean, think like I, I truly think it could have just been the Lakers that was truly affecting him because like yeah. he was a like a really good player on the Wizards, yeah. And then he just got went to the Lakers, and then he was trash. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I just feel like he, I don't know if he was the whole problem. It might I don't have think just been his team. I could have been. I think bad. it depends. Like I think certain teams, if they can handle some turnovers and can handle like points scored off of turnovers, I think that he could be an asset. I yeah. just think like yeah, let's say he went to the Raptors. We already sometimes do have a turnover problem, and he would probably make things worse. Yeah, but if he's coming off, the, let's say he, we just he's on the Raptors, like and and now, uh, you know, yeah. um, instead of uh, Flynn mm-hmm. coming it, off the bench, yeah, that's just better. And yeah, he's better. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, going to turn it over, yeah. but he's also going to score way right. more than because Flynn does. yeah, it's more about like finding the balance between. Is his scoring going to outweigh the turnovers or yeah. the poor shot selection? As a backup point As guard, backup, probably most he, of the for time. For sure, would be more effective than Malachi Flynn, but also Malachi Flynn is like probably, in terms of like the second string point guard, is mm-hmm. probably the worst second string point guard in the league. Yeah. like Well, offensively, I, I, at this point, I feel like they're like, Unless you have the most open look where no one is touching you, otherwise he, he doesn't shoot. He can't do it. He just doesn't do it. He, he just, can handle the ball well. Yeah, he and can that's handle the ball and he, and he passes it. That's yeah, and that's, that's his that's, job. He knows yeah. his role and he does it anyway. We're not going to talk about him yeah. anymore. <laughs> All right. So uh, have so we did your highlights and lowlights yeah. completely now. Okay. So Marky man, what's your what was your highlight? Uh, my highlight is just how well the Mavs did. Um, they were just like super. Like I think they won the trade, but. It's it's hard to say so far because they did just lose to the Kings the first game of Luca, Kyrie, uh, but you know it, but they it, won the game. That was second of a back to back, and they won without Luca. Though I'm saying yeah, because they won both games with exactly. Kyrie without Luca. Right. So they've just they just lost. I mean, it was a really entertaining game, but I mean, it's hard to say. They, I think Doncic didn't have one of his crazy games. Like he he played mm-hmm. well. It wasn't out. He didn't have an outrageous game or anything. Yeah, and there was like some points where it was kind of confusing to me because I saw that like Kyrie just like called an ISO. There was an ISO for Kyrie, and like Doncic is just standing in the corner not doing anything, and it's just like, <laughs> yeah, this doesn't feel like it should be happening. Yeah, it doesn't feel right. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it just, and then yeah. like if he misses the layup, Kyrie, it's it's kind of weird. Yeah, but he obviously. Kyrie played really well, but overall, I think it's going to be better for them. Well, they're better. I think the question is, I think most most analysts from what I've heard are like, yeah, they're better. Are, is it enough for them to win a championship? Yeah, no. no and not. they also, 
the other thing is it's like it's not a good sign that they did it because they took they, they we talked about we I mean we talked about this during the week not on the podcast but you know players nowadays they sign deals but if they get unhappy they start yeah, yeah. they start well, making rumblings to push themselves out exactly. so it's well, a I sign think- that he was getting frustrated Luca yeah. and they're like make something happen so they did they took this high risk exactly. move if it doesn't work out, if, if they it doesn't go out, work out, then it's it's a disaster. If they go now, out in the first round or something and they lose Kyrie, yeah. Kyrie could be gone to the Lakers in the offseason. Yeah. And now they've lost progress. Now they're down another. Exactly. Solid I mean, who did they lose? Kyrie. They lost Dinwiddie, they lost Dinwiddie. and yeah. he is yeah. he is a good player. But I mean, Kyrie Irving is better. Is totally better. But he's only, it's Except only for this year, exactly. and then he can walk at the end. It of It doesn't the matter. Season. Even if he, is we all better. know that Kyrie didn't yeah. want to go to the Mavericks. No. Yeah. Everybody knows that Kyrie is angling to go to the Lakers, and then and then I mean, the Nets. Well, again, like, we're not trading you there. We're not doing it because they were like they didn't want to reward him yeah. for demanding a trade. Yeah. So they well, I mean, for like, a different it's, deal. It's like who knows? He did say he was very pleased with. <laughs> but the that's trade, the exact but, same. What's he going to say from well, when he got traded to the Nets? Yeah, exactly. They're yeah. going to be and hanging. Yeah, they're going to retire his number. Stay with the Celtics and left the same offseason. Yeah, it's you can't true. trust yeah. anything. Well, it's no, also no. like, but the it thing is, it's, it's like, also players but, have to. I mean, yeah, exactly. Have to say you, that. Can't, yeah. you can't really like just be like he, like yeah, he said, I'm going to stay with the Celtics, and then he left. Yeah, yeah he sure. better if he's on the Celtics, he better say I'm staying with the Celtics. I don't care if he wants to be wrong. It doesn't matter what he said. No, it doesn't really matter one way or the other. What he actually. I mean, but he. I'm saying is he. All seems, players he have seems to be content. diplomatic. He was quote traded, unquote you have to act happy like to go happy. to the Nets too. And guess sure, what? Sure. Well, he probably, he probably was, was, and then he, and then he realized yeah. that maybe. This is what he I'm was. saying. I think, I think there's a risk of Luca becoming unhappy because someone else is kind of taking. Well, then that's, that's, like, that's but he was already. Then he's the player. He had too much I know, workload. but he I think he now. maybe he didn't want someone who's kind of going to be doing similar things like now yeah. yeah he's gonna have to sit back and watch Kyrie well that's like, why nice and that was a similar kind of thing with Katie and Kyrie where it's like but the thing is it's I like think they take turns but, but Katie kind of. doesn't like control the offense in the same way Katie no. doesn't get as no. many assists well they okay. got two guys that want like, want the ball which is a problem yeah I, it's, it's like yeah. too bad so sad though like well, you exactly. wanted a player, but you, but you, have fun, but a, you a, said it was your highlight. So you think exactly. Yeah, I don't you think, think it's that's a good a highlight. At you think all. it's a good. thing. I think it's a good thing. I clearly, it's it's they're okay. better. They're good. They're be better. They're better. not good enough. Yeah. It Who doesn't knows? matter. You it they, doesn't like, matter. I, I I could see them possibly making going to the Western Conference Final. Okay, and I don't think that's well. I mean, Luca, like they if they get hot, they get on a run. It's absolutely possible. It's a big gamble. Like it's a high risk. Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic. The problem is the West. A bunch of teams in the West just got better too. Exactly. So so that's that's part of the issue. Like, can they beat? Like, forget the teams that made a big splash. Are they good enough to like in a seven game series beat the Clippers? I don't know. Maybe. Are like well, but uh, let's let's just talk. Let's just pivot to just very quickly. Okay. Let's. What's your low light? First of all. Oh, uh, is the Raptors? (laughs) The Raptors trade? Yeah. I mean it. It's it's not terrible. Yeah, I we I mean we needed a we definitely needed a yeah a seven foot big man yeah, yeah. For sure I think it would have been I think the trade itself is great I think the disappointing part but is like that we that gave away it. Ken Birch a twenty twenty four yeah. first round pick and I, I was definitely like it, it was probably pick. a bit yeah. too I think it was kind of a panic move we probably gave away more than necessary right I mean Ken Birch is essentially worthless and. I, I think if talk. it was one second round pick, I think I would have been like, you know what, I like this. Yeah, it does seem a bit expensive for Pirtle. 
Um, but overall, I'm still mm-hmm. I'm still happy with it. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, I I liked. I agree. I mean, whatever. Who knows whether that on whatever. I still think whether it's a that works. But it's what's what's more. I think it's a positive for it's, right it's now. It's the non trades, right? It's like the non trades. It's the trades that didn't yeah. happen that everybody's like, what? Like yeah. all year, every and not just Raptors. Uh, not just like Raptors fans and Raptors media. No, the entire NBA upset. is like exactly. everybody wants OG. Everybody wants Freddie. I mean, maybe even I can't Siakam believe too. we didn't trade Freddie. Like I got to be honest, well, we it seems to. like there's a high chance he's gonna walk. We tried to yeah. trade him to the to the Clippers. I know, but then the denied. deal breaker for the like I yeah, forget. Clip, yeah, I was like, were like, that is not a deal breaker. Who's the guy that they were gonna? Send he's the other like, way? eh. Yeah, I know. I like, well, the breaker was just kind of like cool. a meh well, then it kind must, of guy. Well, then it must be. But they the, think it they was the Raptors them. who were like insisting on that because their whole thing was like, we, it's not just picks we want. We want players. players. And I think the Clippers gave us an okay, mm-hmm. an okay package, but the deal breaker was that they didn't include. I can't yeah. even remember who it was. Yeah, and yeah. it was it was well, the same thing with OG. From what I've heard, it was like there was all these pick packages, yeah. but they're like, no, we want we want player X as. I mean, well. I'll be honest. Broke down. I. Three first round picks for OG doesn't sound too bad to me. No, especially I, if they're, I think if they're the, the problem with I think the I mean I don't know, but it seems like the Raptors have a lot of faith in a lot of the current players. I know, they and do. so they're trying to keep the thing going, kind of in a certain uh, keep it afloat, yeah. and then try to retool as opposed to like do yeah. too much of a rebuild. But but that was my issue. Weird. I was like, you know what? I think I would have preferred maybe not Van Vliet and OG, maybe just one of them. Yeah. And because, great, you know what? We are going to be better with Pirtle, but our bench is still Garbo. And <laughs> I think if we had traded one of them for, like, a deeper bench, we would be better and we could be fine because I, I, just, well, don't, I just don't understand. I think it's, a, it's like a forget-this-season type thing. We have a whole off-season to make tons of exactly, trades. Exactly, but we also might lose Freddie and get nothing in yeah. return. Yeah. Yeah. But then you can go. It, I mean, but, you can sign somebody. Like, I mean, whatever. Who knows? I guess. But we well, never sign we're, anyone. We're, we're yeah. gonna be. We're probably not gonna get that much better. We'll yeah. have a probably a pretty early first round pick. Uh, yeah. Like it's. Yeah. I. I don't we, know. we have an off season to trade people. I do just think. I think yeah. Masai is a little precious with his with his team. Yeah. I. Well, it's we true. didn't see because there's this whole ex, this experiment of like, like get every every player except for Freddie is like six eight. And yeah, yeah. they're all interchangeable. Yeah. And See, that's going to be the thing. Exactly. The if we had Pirtle last year, you never know. We could have been extremely good. Well, I even also in, don't even the, know what's going on right now. Yeah, it seems like. The, but again, there it's the, the Raptors. Like no one, no one destroys them. Like they've lost. They exactly. had maybe one blowout loss. I mean, all we completely year. sold the Jazz game the other night. Yeah, exactly. But, they have these collapses, and they, which is brutal. Like it's not a good. It's sign. a sign. It does it's seem a, like a it's a sign problem. of a good team, not a great team. Like yeah. we just yeah. like a great no. team they're is like we don't constantly have, yeah. good. Well, exactly. They're they're more they're like a they're like one of those. I think they're like a. I think their like, record is slightly worse than yeah. what they actually are. Yeah. I think our record at, is at, way at, worse than like. At when most, we, they could have won yeah. like maybe six or seven more games so far this year. Like and be in. What are we? Where are we right now? We can. We're like Both. one game behind the plan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, we're so we're oh. sitting. So, no, we're eleventh. We're yeah. So one one out of the plan. So we're eleventh. Yeah. The Bulls, the Wizards, the Hawks, and the Knicks, and are all ahead of us. I think we can make the plan because some teams are starting to starting to fall. The Pacers are are kind of collapsing. Well, right the now. Bulls are kind of like the Raptors. Their fans must be like, "What? Yeah, what's going what? on? What like, a waste!" They didn't they didn't yeah. do anything either to make yeah. their team better. Yeah. Like they had big pieces they could have moved. 
Like yeah. Levine could tr- be transformative to a team. Yeah, exactly. Um, they can like, yeah, they're in a similar spot. Like, it, they the should same be with the better. Wizards. The Wizards are like it. they seem to be committed to like no no we're fine we we're no. we the just, Wizards we, don't even care. Yeah, they're like we're just gonna yeah. be a mediocre team they're, that they're maybe gets trash. in the play in and we'll see what happens every year. Like that seems to be their. Yeah. Thing. Well, they seem they're not good. Even, they're ninth. Uh, yeah, like that's I don't know. They're better than us, just barely. I just got a notification saying the Rockets just bought out Danny Green. Right. Yeah. So so the he's Celtics, end up somewhere. He's the been Celtics like, yeah. Cavs, Lakers, and Suns are yeah. Ironically, the Raptors could use Danny Green right now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never know. But again, the Raptors are like I do think the Raptors I don't like want to make at least the plan. I, this if year, we don't I'm, make the plan, I'm going to like lose my mind. I won't care because that much then, like, because then literally, like, I there's there's no point. We have a good team. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, are we winning the championship or not? No, but at least like, well, the dirty rumor. Well, I don't know if it's a dirty rumor. I think it's probably an accurate rumor. Is that management believes in the system and the players? It, blah 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 blah. But the players themselves are starting to be the ones who are looking for the yeah. exit. That's what I. That's why I'm concerned. I'm like, despite that, Freddie. If Freddie's Freddy, looking for the exit, he's certainly like. It's it seems he seems to be the kind of guy that he's like I'm playing for my next contract, which is fine. Yeah, like let him go out there and play awesome. He you know, and yeah. and, and whether the Siakam feels exactly. the same way or whether who, that, who cares. That's why I'm scared this year because the Raptors are have always been a happy team, and even if we're not like amazing players, are always happy to play yeah. here. But now I'm scared because some players we've had for a long time are are, unhappy. are, are yeah. unhappy, like OG yeah. and potentially Freddie. Yeah. And I like that scares me. What's weird about OG is you always hear this 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 thing that he wants more of a role. Like it, which but he to has me the means, opportunity. Like what which, are which, you doing? Which means like what he wants the ball more. Like that's fine. He's not yeah. going out to any team where he's suddenly gonna get the ball more. Like yeah, if he ended I, up I don't on the understand. Grizzlies, You've been starting for us like, all year. If you wanna make a difference, it that, like he, that's he's a awesome though. Like he what he's a, the, the best well, one of the best two A player, players in the league. Well, I know, I don't it, I don't get it. I think it's in the sense of like he all these like Scotty, Pascal, like all these guys are like bringing the ball up the court, and he's sure, he's sure. always just been the guy at the corner. Yeah, like he has spurts, but yeah. he's never like. But does anybody is who is he gonna? I think what it's team more is like, he gonna go to, and suddenly they're like. OG. Well, probably he's probably be, yeah. He would have to be a bad team, like he would have to. Like, you know, he yeah. can't go to a contender. What are you going to go to the Mavericks and suddenly OG is going to be getting the ball all the no, time? Like he's no. not. No, like if you know, he and if he goes wherever. to a contender, if he goes to the Celtics, he's not starting. Yeah, maybe. Not. Well, there's no way they can start. he's not going to the Celtics. They don't I'm just saying. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sure, if he goes sure, to a sure. contender, I don't even think he's going to start. But he's a starting. He's a starter. On he's a like starter. He's a eighty percent of NBA that. teams at yeah. least. He's averaging like what seventeen. Yeah, he's a starting caliber player. But like, he had his opportunity. Earlier this year, when everyone was out, he stepped up, but then he didn't. He didn't continue that. Well, because well, your your so, big prediction because, last week. Let's just talk about this really quickly for trades mm, before it yeah. was was that he was going to go to the the Suns, yeah, right, and we were going to get uh, Aiton yeah. in return. Yeah. So obviously that didn't happen. No, Aiton's still on the Suns, and the yeah. big news was that KD went to the uh, Suns. Yeah, I guess so. They, they don't really need him. Let's anymore. let's let's talk about that. Although there's still. That's if they have a weakness, it seems like defense is probably it. But I mean, yeah, but it does it even. <laughs> I'm saying if you're looking point. for a weakness, now we talked about this, Marcus, this week. So let's look at the Suns. Who they who do they have? No, I think they're also getting. Um, the Suns won that trade. 
I mean, it's hard they to say. They lost. Even. They also did lose one of their only defensive pieces. Okay, but I mean, even when Carl Bridges said so, he said I would have done that trade myself and Cam Cameron Johnson and Jake Crowder yeah. for Kevin Durant. Yeah, the, the Nets didn't give up Chris no. Paul or DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. Like, like yeah. look at that starting yeah, lineup. Exactly. If what everyone starts, so they just it, it's like it's almost like they just added KD and didn't really give up any a key piece. But I mean, McCalbridge well, is, is that, well, considered. Is, yeah, I think like, what yeah. they need to be concerned about if there's a problematic injury, their whole thing could be. Well, done. exactly. That's that's and, what's scary. But they're all in, right? Well, like, yeah, they're, they're like, going we for had, the we faltered. They are all in. They're all in. Exactly. Because like, KD's coming off an injury, we don't really know what that means. He's coming back yeah. if they also break, and not to mention Booker had a long-term injury yeah. and he's had to go out again even after coming back. Yeah. So that's so why I'm 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 scared. It could all it could all blow up. It could sure. all fall apart and then they have nothing to fall back to be honest, on. I'm not really scared because I don't <laughs> Yeah, like I don't actually sons. care. I mean, I, yeah, I don't and care. I'm scared for I don't and I fans. in a way I don't like the idea of like rooting for the Phoenix Suns like yeah. it's just like oh, I don't God. I hate I don't, it well. Yeah, I, I hate it when players them. just go just like it it's it's the best when it doesn't work when this huge yeah. super team doesn't work. Although let's be honest, we we did it. Although we did it like off season, it wasn't. And, but it, no, it wasn't a no, trade we didn't do it. We didn't. We didn't like. We well, weren't we, the Nets. We didn't bring Harding, Kyrie, and Durant. Together. No, we no. got one guy. Yeah, we traded I, DeRozan. No, I think and that Valanciunas exactly. For Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green. I think the yeah. Raptors. Yeah, it was I think a, that it was, was really, literally really the greatest. Like, but that was an all in move. Like, they were I, like yeah. the idea was like we're gonna. But win it the wasn't Kawhi. I like he might have pushed us in the playoffs, but we. I think we had like. No, One of the greatest team. all-around teams, and they've been we, really like good. The they've been good for forever. years, even with DeRozan. Like they were getting that sort of. They just couldn't. We, we couldn't. Over we the couldn't get the over playoffs. the hump. I don't yeah. know about one of the greatest teams. I we think in the past, no, in the past few years, no. I think that the Raptors had the greatest like overall team. They had a very good. Had overall. one of the greatest overall. They were, teams. They were a very very strong team. Yeah, but then, one team but it was we were, clear. We were, one team we were first in. One year we were first in the East with DeRozan. Yeah, but we couldn't make it in the playoffs. If you think about it, our bench was like. Crazy. Well, it was just it yeah. was just LeBron. Like, it was Van Vliet, OG, Powell, Serge Ibaka on the bench. Like yeah. that's and that's when Serge was. Like, well, Van, that's when Serge was killer. Good. Yeah. Van like, Vliet wasn't good. good with DeRozan. He was only. His I'm not first... talking about DeRozan. I'm talking about after that. Yeah. After yeah. DeRozan trade. Yeah, they had they have a super deep. Well, not to mention well, Gasol and yeah, all that. Exactly. So okay, so. Yeah. What's let's just say it goes well. Do you think our our like it seems like you know the. The, they're the odds-on favorite now is is the Suns to win it all, um, just based on yeah. that trade. Um, and, yeah. like, yeah. I think when you take into consideration the fact that um, the Suns are back up in fifth after having, like, you know, after the long-term Booker injury, they were struggling for a while, but they're 7-3 and three mm-hmm. in their last 10. Well, yeah. it's just, but it's, it was a different team that accomplished that, though. Like, a lot of the guys sure, who, sure. who got them there but, are gone now. Aiton has very much asserted himself. Like for instance, yeah. the other night, uh, a Friday night uh, in in Indy, they won the game. Yeah. Aiton had twenty two points, eleven rebounds, uh, and yeah. you know, a couple pair of steals. Like he's yeah. had these really, really <laughs> yeah. uh, dominant games all of a sudden, yeah. and then it's going to be like pretty scary with if yeah, Katie's healthy. Terrifying. Like yeah, I don't if it's Booker and terrifying. Katie, are, but uh, yeah, the same team. There's there's always the the whole chemistry thing. Like yeah. how what what's the how well, does it work I mean, now? Well, it's almost like there's yeah. too many guys. Like who's bringing the ball but, off the court? Well, Chris Paul. That's the beauty of it. Is like because he's diminished. He does he not understands. Care, if yeah, he's just he like care about. He's like anymore. I just I just want well, to quarterback this team to a championship exactly. to get my championship. Well, Chris Paul has never really cared about scoring. I know, he's, but I, no, but no. especially this season, I think that. 
that might be the key is Chris Paul his being a star, but less. his workload is less, and he can just get it to anybody on the team, and they can score. Yeah, like if he doesn't have to worry about who he's passing to, and he can just yeah. pass to well, the anyone else. Like, yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. So that who's might the be starting key. five for them now? Then it's, it's just a matter of who the shooting guard is. Chris, no, it, that's Devin Booker. Dude. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, the, I, well, small forward or power forward. I guess I don't know what KD KD's plays. Power forward. Katie's yeah. gonna be the power forward, and then Mc- I see him then, small forward before. Aiton is the center, but who's number yeah, three? I could probably. Uh, it's hard to say. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will find out right now. But I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty crazy. Um, and who did I just see? I just saw. Didn't I send it? Cameron to you guys? Payne. Maybe they just picked somebody up. They might be getting somebody. Um, I think would it be Cameron Payne? Do you think? Oh, I think it's Tory. It might be Tory Craig. Tory Craig, right? Huh. Oh, but uh, so the Magic are like I saw this uh, headline that the Magic are um, buying out Terrence, Terrence Ross, Ross, and he's going to sign with the Suns. Yeah. So that's <laughs> another that's another yeah. piece. See, he's shooting, I, what thirty seven percent? No, this buyout thing is making me suspicious because I think <laughs> there's some under the table, yeah, buyout crap where it's just like. Yeah, three it's, team trade. Yeah, exactly. Of, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like it's well, agreed where wondering. you're going to go after your Is it a, is it a deadline dodge where it's like I think it is where everybody knows like nudge nudge wink wink this player's getting a but but everybody seems to know right away exactly the, 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 I, the journalists exactly. all say we're expecting this to be a bio situation mm-hmm. or they're going to be waived and yeah. then somebody get picks them no, up. I think the team that ends up buying them out was already in the conversation and I think that it's basically just. A well, way around I think it's sort of like why it's, it's a way it around to like sa- matching salaries and other crap. Okay, but, think sure. about it. it's good for the team that's getting the player, but what is it doing for the teams that is buying them out? Well, I like, think it's all that, on on that. balance. It's like we're going to send that guy your way. You're going to buy because I don't really understand how the buyout works. With the, but yeah. it's got to be favorable for the team getting. It's the basically person. guys are just becoming free agents, basically. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm saying well, it seems what, that is what has it happened. seems weird. Yeah, like, I don't this, really this seems to be happening more often, and, and yeah. it seems like it might be predetermined who's going to get the player who's been bought out. Which I feel like that does seem a bit shady. Yeah, I don't know. You never know. I just yeah, yeah. it is. Uh, Pretty, pretty weird. Um, and then the other one is that uh, so um, the Hornets are going to buy out Reggie Jackson. Yeah, that, and, and then he's going to sign with the Nuggets. Exactly. He already did sign. I'm pretty sure. Did he do that? Did that already happen? Uh, yeah, yeah, it did. did it? Yeah. That makes so the other the other trade is which was like kind of like the funny one is um, it was our trivia yeah. question last week was about. Gary Payton, because I was—I remember yeah. my, the hint was that who has a son that's currently in the NBA, and what do you know, the uh, the Warriors make this the, this trade, um, basically giving up on Wiseman, and to bring Gary Payton back, so yeah. they just kind of said like the Wiseman project yeah. in Golden State is over, um, you know he was drafted second overall and all of yeah. that, and Complete so there was bust, kind of unfortunately, <clears throat> so there was like I guess that was a three team deal, but now the whole thing is, and I believe that the deadline is tonight. Uh, Gary Payton the second failed his physical. Well, it looks like the Warriors are going to take. Them. I saw that the Warriors are probably going to just say it doesn't matter because they hold the card. So, like, if you make a trade for a guy, oh, and- but look at this: Golden State Warriors have just released a complaint saying that the saying that the Golden State Warriors against the Portland Trailblazers in the league has launched a review of potential misleading by the Blazers regarding. Yeah, Gary that's what I was going to say. It does seem weird that that could be even be on the table if it was. 
Like, there's no way the Trailblazers didn't know that he was probably going to fail his physical. Well, like it's kind of well, he, he was coming off surgery. He hasn't played yeah, all year, so it they seems, were going to bring him back. Yeah, it's yeah. weird, right? But at like the same time, if it was the Trailblazers who like were the ones leading the charge for this trade, then yeah. that seems suspicious. Well, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it, it, I don't know that it does seem that. I think the Warriors are the ones who are like the Wiseman thing's not working. We want Gary Payton yeah. back well, because he yeah, exactly. he was like he, he was performed so well for them last year, right? Like he was mm-hmm. like a huge piece of that yeah. championship team, yeah. and that was been their whole problem this year has been they it's lack been, the depth yeah. of of their championship yeah. Yeah. run. Well, now Gary Payton's not going to be back for three months, so yeah, but, well, but that don't, he'll be back yeah. in time. Yeah, he'll be right back in time just to to play hopefully, but they just lost last night. Um, to the Lakers, so yeah. Um, I mean, Curry's been out. Um, yeah, but hey, man, they're in ninth. Like they're yeah. in playing territory. If they f- they c- could blow, it could not yeah. work. The whole thing no. could be bad for them. They also. But then the also, I d- I don't even know how to deal with them because like the, in the playoffs they can you don't just be you a personally team. don't know how to deal with. Uh, <laughs> I no, I don't. Know. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how to deal with them either. They're super annoying, actually. Um, yeah. It's so frustrating because I actually like a lot of their players, but I also don't like some of them. Yeah. And they're just like yeah. one of those teams. I'm like kind of sick of their whole dynasty thing. I'm so sick of them. I can't. To be honest, yeah. to I'm unpopular. I'm actually not sick of it. I kind of like it. Like I yeah. wouldn't be mad if the Warriors won the championship. No, and especially when they're so. I mean, at, in a situation like this where Curry's injured, if he comes back and they just like, squeak he another in and they go on a run and they win, it, no, at that point it's like they're you know. They're they're a great dynasty. I guess, yeah, yeah. It's, At least they built that team. They didn't they didn't pay for it. They, well, yeah, and they, they built it exactly, and, built and it's team, a dynasty. And their whole thing team. with like Wiseman and 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 even with Jordan Poole is like they've said that their their philosophy is like win now and also build for the future yeah. at the same time. And they are. I think, well, I think Wiseman's going to be good. But, I think he is too, but he'll probably be better in Detroit. Where he'll probably could, be better when he actually has a chance. Well, exactly. Well, they well, can the, take their time with him. Who cares? I don't Put even know if, about, I don't know if it's about having matter. a chance. It's just like avoiding injury and being developed properly, and not rushed yeah, into a mean. huge yeah, role. That's what I'm saying. Well, and it's also like a really complex off like system in Golden State, where like a young like guy. He was because he was already given a chance on the Warriors. He got sent to the league. They were letting him develop, yeah. and he got like he was injured. They brought him back up. He didn't play well yeah. for. Along for a while, and then he sent uh, sent him back down to the G League, and it's just it's just yeah. I I thought I mean, that Kuminga he was doing well. I, I haven't yeah, heard he much about be, him recently. Yeah, he's still getting minutes, and he's doing all right. I think he's developing slowly but surely. Yeah. All righty. Well, that is maybe the longest highlights <laughs> low light yeah. set segment yeah. we've ever had, and it was all whining about whining and lot mostly whining to be yeah, honest yeah. about trades and complaining about yeah. <laughs> about everything. But, um, oh, and I'll just one last thing. Um, I mentioned this is that there was a rumor that there was a Grayson Allen for Freddie trade in the works. Yeah, with I would have Milwaukee. lost my mind if that happened. <laughs> yeah, I know you really don't like him. Well, anyway, let's, um, let's move on because we've, we've exhausted talking about trades and it's, it's, yeah, it's exhausting and it's crazy. And, uh, so why don't we check out your predictions from, uh, last week's episode and find out. <laughs> All right, Spency. So on Monday, uh, <clears throat> Oklahoma City were in San Francisco to take on the mm-hmm. Warriors. Uh, so what happened? Yeah, so I I did think that Golden State was going to win this um, by six, but they won by 27 um, without Curry, which I did know going in. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty remarkable win for the Warriors. Like, they started out hot, but OKC, like, did did match them and did end up um, pulling out ahead in the first quarter. Like, such a huge... There was so much scoring in the first quarter. Um, but then everyone, like, just everyone stepped up in the ab- absence of Steph. Clay was on fire. He hit 12 three-pointers. Yeah. Um, Poole also had a career high in assists with 12. Yeah. And the Warriors simply just, like, dominated... The game following that first quarter, um, they seemed like they had a successful change in their defense, and they just, yeah, they just pulled away. Yeah, and that's probably that's one of their more uh, dominant wins uh, of the season. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, that's probably got to be one of the worst losses for the for the Thunder this season too. Yeah, but yeah, like Clay, either, when, yeah. when Clay catches fire and Pool, if that's like the perfect role for him, mm-hmm. you know, if he's playing playmaker like that and and yeah, he kind of did the shooters are hot. Roll a bit more and then Clay was able to just do his thing. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, 12 for yeah. 16. Wiggins from, had from 18 three. as well, that's I believe. I, I think Clay's the best shooter in the league right now. Yeah, he seems to be. He's pretty. He's what thirty? He's averaging. Like, he's like thirty-seven uh, percent. I think Utah Watanabe is the best shooter in the league. He's averaging over fifty percent. He's not the best shooter. He doesn't shoot as much. I'm saying in ca- terms of catch and shoot, like Utah doesn't miss. No. Um. Well, all right. But Clay, yes, Clay is definitely. Clay's yeah. a better shooter. The Clay shoots it more. Yeah. yeah. And he hits them. So. Yeah, and his percentage has got to be really it's high. Thirty-seven percent. That's like crazy yeah, that's good. good. Yeah. Um. All right. So on Tuesday, Phoenix was in Brooklyn. Um, to take on the Nets. So that was before the trade deadline, but uh, they, at the time, Kyrie had already demanded the yeah. trade, so he Who was, was sitting. No. Uh, so what happened? So uh, I was spot on exactly. Yep. I said the Suns would win by four. They did. They won 116-112. to 112. I said Aiton would be the top performer. He was. He had 35 points, 15 rebounds, and one steal. That's pretty crazy game. And in the loss, Cam Thomas had his, I think it was his third 40-point game in a row, which is the youngest player to ever do that. 43 points, five rebounds, three assists, one steal, one block. Yeah. So he was all over the place. Yeah, and he's obviously emerged as a a real offensive threat for them, which is great news for the Nets going forward. But, yeah, I watched that. I watched that, uh, a lot of that game, because I was interested in, and and yeah, you you hit the bullseye. You had the point differential bang on, and you picked the top performer. And I think it was actually maybe even Aiton hit two free throws to go up by four yeah. with the last points of the game. Yeah. Actually, so, I actually picked up Cam Thomas. Oh yeah, in fantasy. Yeah, I did as well. Good for you guys. All right, so on Wednesday, the Sixers were in Boston to take on the Celtics, Spency. So yeah. what happened? Yeah, this this made me so upset. Because <laughs> I have the Sixers winning by eight, yeah, and the Celtics won by seven, and the top performer was Tatum, even though he had twelve points. Um, yeah, this, I just thought it was kind of unacceptable uh, from the Sixers. The Celtics were missing three starters, and then Jalen Brown was forced to leave relatively early in the game due to an injury. And like, yeah, it just seemed like Boston's like strategy in that game was just to kill the Sixers with their shooting. Yeah, and just yeah, and it certainly worked <clears throat> yeah and this it, i think this is like one of those sixers games that we have seen a few times this year where Embiid and harden play really well but then they just get no help right and the defense wasn't there yeah um yeah yeah it, harden had a great game at 11 assists yeah. 26 points yeah well it did boil down to shooting i think i see um 
field goal percentage for the for the Celtics was fifty three percent, forty of seventy six, but for Philly they were at forty five percent. So, but yeah. it, it was at the three point range. It was a major difference. Yeah, fifty four percent for, yeah. for yeah. Boston, nineteen of thirty five, and it was ten for thirty one for the Sixers. So yeah. that seemed to be the difference in the game. Yeah, um, yeah, Boston's obviously a great shooting team. Their offense is, uh, and they got a lot of guys that can hit shots. So. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised. Just be just beating Boston at home is a really, really tall order, no matter what team. So it was definitely a risky pick on your part. Um, their their home record is twenty two and seven so far this yeah. season. I mean, um, I I just no, I don't think it was risky because I did know certain players were going to be out, and then there was even more players out than I'd even anticipated. That's true. That's true. It's, the, the Sixers had a chance to win that game. Yeah. And it just goes to show that maybe the Sixers just still aren't ready for prime time, you know? I, maybe not. Like <laughs> and, the Celtics are just so deep. They can have four starters yeah. essentially not play and yeah. Anyway. So on on, uh, on Thursday the Bucks were in LA to take on the Lakers uh, yep. and that was trade deadline day. Yep. But not all the trades had happened yet and obviously there was no it was the old look Lakers and the old look Bucks. So what happened? So I was almost spot on again. I said they would win by. Uh, Who would win? I said the Bucks would win by seven. They won by nine. So and I said the top performer would be Giannis, and he taught Giannis was a top performer with thirty-eight points, ten rebounds, six assists, a steal on the block. Yeah. So that's just insane. Uh, yeah, it, it was pretty close game, but Dennis Schroeder had a good game: twenty-five points, twelve assists. Yeah. But you know, I like Schroeder a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Um, yeah, and there's well, no LeBron that game either for the no. for the Lakers. Um, and also, you know, as we know, as I mentioned before, like Middleton and um, and and Drew are playing well. They're back. They're healthy. You know, like they they seem yeah. like their old selves yeah. for the Bucks, which is bad news for everyone else in the league. Um, yeah, AD had a good game too, but it just wasn't enough. I mean, there's something about the Bucks right now. As we uh, they've won ten straight. They're, yeah. they're currently the hottest team in the NBA, quietly yeah. going about their business, and Giannis just being Giannis. And yeah, I don't know, man. I think I'm going to call it right now, throwing down the gauntlet. They're they're currently they're my pick to win it all. I haven't seen anything. Um, I mean, I love the Nuggets in the West, um, and there's some other great teams in the West. But I think if if anyone's going to win, it's going to be an East team. Do you think so? Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm yeah, cheering, but yeah. I'm. Do you know what I'm cheering for? I'm cheering for the Sixers. I'm I know you're. I want to see yeah, the Sixers. The Sixers. I don't. I. I find it hard to cheer for the Sixers. I'm cheering for the Nets. I know they don't have a chance to win. I'm cheering for them. Yeah. I feel like they. It's a brand new day for them, and that's great. I like the Celtics too. I I'd like, be happy yeah, if the Celtics won it. I'd like also be happy if the Bucks won it again. Yeah. Like yeah. there's, they're a totally uh, yeah. likable team. Giannis yeah. is fantastic. I just, yeah. I'd be happy with in any terms team of in the East. West now. Like they're all like they're all evil teams to yeah. me now. Like yeah. Yeah. the following teams yeah. are evil in my opinion. The Suns, definitely evil. Um, the Lakers are kind of evil. Yeah, like yeah. they're just just like being crappy and sucking, and then they're just super whining, evil, getting this big trade. And I still think they're not good enough. Yeah. Um, but it just they just annoy yeah. me. The Warriors are kind of evil, but they're always evil, so they're 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 on the cusp. Um, the Grizzlies are definitely evil. Sons. However, the fact that they're just like they're just going to try to do it with who they got, yeah. it makes them slightly less evil. The Kings I, are not I, evil yeah. at all. No. The Beam team, I think the like, Mavs. And evil. yeah, the Mavs are evil now too, because they're just like, let's roll the dice. <laughs> yeah. With, yeah. And borderline Clippers too. Yeah. Because... The Clippers are sort of evil. Um, 
but yeah, I think the most evil team, I think we can all agree, are, are the Suns now. I think yeah. they're like the bad guys mm, of yeah. the West. Yeah. Um, I'm I, I wouldn't even really care that much if they won. Of course not. I, <laughs> but I've just. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. be that mad. I'd be like, I nah. honestly don't have a pro- really have a problem with any teams no. winning the championship. No. At the end of the day, as a fan, like <clears throat> I, I, the only rooting interest we have yeah. is the, only the Raptors. Root, yeah. And so outside of that, it's just like outside I want of good, that, good basketball not, not and like fun stuff. Yeah. What I don't want no. to happen is it to be yeah. some like all these things blow yeah. up because guys get injured and yeah. then just somebody walks exactly. through to the finals. Uh, the, the only reason I'm cheering for the Sixers is just because I like. It's I'm, just so painful. I'm cheering for Embiid more than I'm cheering yeah, for Yeah, that's what it is. I yeah. feel no, bad I can't, for I can't get over it. I feel yeah. terribly bad for Embiid. They're, yeah. like, good every year, but they're just never good enough. All right, so, so Spencer, yeah. I laid a trap for you on Thursday. Yeah, so did. on Thursday, the Nuggets were in Orlando to take on the Magic, and you know how I won't shut up about the Orlando Magic. So what happened? Yeah, I didn't think the Nuggets would fall to the curse, but they did. <laughs> They lost by 11. Um, I had them winning by four. And Cole Anthony was the top performer somehow. Like, it was it was a was a pretty awesome win for the Magic. Um, like, they just showed the amount of, like, pure talent that they do have on the team. They had seven players in double figures. Um, the Magic bench outscored the Nuggets bench 56 to 10. Yeah. And the Nuggets had just no help. Like, in the third quarter, the only scores were Aaron Gordon and Jokic. Yeah, and Gordon had a crazy game. He did have a crazy game, yeah. But, yeah, it just, whenever Gordon and Jokic were sitting out, the Magic just capitalized, and... Yeah. Yeah, Jamal was out, and then without him, the bench was no help at all. Yeah, and it seems like maybe they got a look at... Uh, who, who are they bringing over again? Are they the ones bringing over Reggie Jackson? Reggie, I they, think. Yeah. Nuggets, yeah, that was, Nuggets, that was yeah. smart. Yeah, so maybe that's what they See, need. See, that's why I think that it might be rigged, because, like, why wouldn't the Raptors want Reggie Jackson? Yeah. Why wouldn't the rappers want Danny Green at this point? It's more of a if, why if we, wouldn't, if we why wouldn't Reggie them. I think it's more like why wouldn't Reggie Jackson? I know, but if we offer no, him yeah. some like uh, maybe a nice contract, why would he like how come it's, it it's, just feels so like how come I also like yeah. think it's you know, past due for the Raptors to have a player that wears glasses on the court. Like I'm really yeah, into yeah. that. Also like <laughs> uh, even like I it's most likely not rigged. <laughs> And I to say rig just makes me yeah. annoyed rigged because well, it's not, people, no, no, rigged, not yeah. in like the league. I'm saying it's like, I think it's kind of predetermined who's so it's going like, to be buying but, out the I mean, honestly, though, it's like part of the deal. Who really cares if that's true? Well, there's rigged that really matter. I'm just confused. Yeah. Why the league actually heard. is extremely, they crack down if they're like, if you go out, if the management like contacts a player. Yeah, it's like there's a huge punishment. also, it does happen. There isn't, there's so much of that goes on and management and players have come out to say, Everything's tampering. It's all tampering. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but like again, so, I don't really especially care. in this age of social media and whatever. Like, so yeah. many people are talking constantly all the time. There's yeah. so much noise. I think it's pretty obvious. You know. Yeah. When when players are sought after and teams yeah. are like trying to chase players down, and I mean, at the end of the I day, guess. it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. There's certain big. It's always the same thing. There's big yeah. market teams that are willing to spend a lot of money and yeah. go after big name players and try to win it all, and then there's everybody else. Yeah. So, yeah. anyway, I just I just guess I'm confused why like I didn't hear about multiple teams offering to pay Reggie Jackson because he's a really good player. Like, how come I just didn't hear like at least like three teams 
you know, or like yeah. talk about it. just no well, one who got by it. Was out. Well, like, I didn't hear what it. I think is interesting like, is like you only hear about certain trades and trade offers, and the only reason you hear about those is because I think teams have like a PR reason for wanting to like like I think for the Raptors a perfect example yeah. the Raptors want to be able to say to their fan base hey we were look, trying to make trades yeah. but we didn't think the deal was good enough right they yeah. don't like they're trying to do damage control because the fan base is disappointed that there wasn't a big blockbuster trade yeah. or something happened yeah. so yeah. they're like well we got yeah. an offer for OG for this yeah. and it was picks but that wasn't enough we wanted a player yeah. too they, they don't have to leak that information no they don't yeah. have to these yeah. sources could choose not to say anything but they do yeah. say this stuff to journalists because they're trying to like yeah. I, make yeah. make sure everybody knows. So there could have been other offers yeah, yeah, for Reggie yeah. Jackson and things that we don't hear about because no one cares. Yeah, right. that doesn't. I mean, I'm also just I am wondering how much is like PR and how much is like how much of stuff that like Woj knows. Like he, I, he obviously he has connections and people trust him. Obviously sure. he has some secret stuff. But I am wondering like. What stuff was not meant to get leaked that did get leaked? I am curious to know, like, yeah. what should have been out there? Well, the only way, like, sometimes they'll be, like, at the end of the season or, or whatever, when time has passed, like, the more, you know, real information yeah. comes out or whatever. Um, but who knows? I mean, it's hard to know. Yeah. Um, but, again, that's another, I mean, yeah. uh, just to talk about your game for a second. Yeah, Orlando wins at home against the Denver Nuggets. Yep. Now they beat Boston. Now they beat Philly. Now they beat the Nuggets. Yeah. Now they've beat like basically all almost every top team mm -hmm. in the NBA have been beaten by the Orlando Magic. Yeah. And it's usually with nobody like it's we're not even talking about Bancaro mm -hmm. scoring forty. We're talking about everybody on the team yeah, scoring everyone. fifteen. And uh yeah. you know, Bull Bull had seventeen off the bench. Cole Anthony came off the bench for seventeen point seven rebounds, seven assists and three blocks. Like yeah. you know, it's like a different guy every yeah. night for yeah. them. Yeah, they can you know, do that. that's that's it bodes well for the future. Anyway, Friday, um, you predicted this game before you knew that um, Kyrie was going to be on the Dallas Mavericks, uh, Marcus. But Dallas was in Sacramento on Friday yeah. to take on the Kings. Mm -hmm. So what happened? So I predicted that Sacramento wins by five. Mm -hmm. And the top performer was Sabonis. Um, I was wrong. The Mavericks won by eight. And Kyrie was a top performer. 25 points, 10 assists, 3 rebounds. So it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. there's not much I can say about this game. Yeah, like, I mean, that was, and that was Kyrie's first yeah, game first, as a Maverick. And he had uh, a great, uh, right? I think it might have been his second. Or what would it have been? No, because that was the Friday, the trade deadline. Oh, no, he went earlier in the week. I, I know he had two games before Luca and oh, okay. in the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so the first one was back-to-back. So that would have been his first game. No, it wouldn't because because he, he didn't get traded on the no, trade. No, but it was line. a back to back oh, yeah, with right. Sacramento. He got traded before. Right. Right. It it was a second game. I just right. don't remember who. Yeah, I don't remember either. Um, oh, was it that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was against the Clippers and the and they won. He yeah, won in their oh, yeah. debut debut and his <laughs> yeah. debut, <laughs> yeah. uh, which was on Wednesday. Um, Dallas was in uh, L.A. to take on the Clippers and. In that game, Kyrie had a 24.4 rebound, a five-assist game. So then the second game, which they also won, was in Sacramento, and Kyrie had a 25.10 assist, three-rebound game. Um, and, and just to show him how good that was for the Mavericks, there were seven Mavericks in double digits in that game. So yeah. he was spreading the ball around, and they actually looked good with him 
Like, well, yeah, the yeah. And not, and not Luca. Yeah, it, they look they look good. Then Luca comes back. They lose the next yeah. night to the same. I team. mean, it was a super close game, but yeah, him it and went to overtime. Him and Luca, though the the ball movement was better with Luca. Like the whole team was having like Luca wasn't scared as scared to pass the ball to Kyrie, and I don't yeah. think Luca is opposed to not having as much crazy numbers as he does. Yeah, I, I think he's fine with scoring less. Like if they win more. Um, as he should be. Uh, and then your game on Friday. So De'Aaron Fox was, was the top performer yeah. for um, Sacramento with, yeah. he's the uh, best. Uh, he's an all-star now, 33 yeah. points, six rebounds, five assists. And then he, and then he was also in another very similar game last night, 36 points, uh, four rebounds, and he, five assists. He averages the most fourth quarter points in the league, I believe. Wow. I mean, he's awesome. I yeah. love that guy. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's have a look. Another, Another losing week for you, Spencey G. Unfortunately, you started the week um, last week. You you were zero for three. This week you were one for three, and some tough ones that you mm-hmm. lost. And so you're now twenty three uh, out of, of forty five in your predictions, which puts you at five eleven. So your your batting average is five eleven, and your point differential this week was fifty one points. So Marky Man, you had a really you had a good week comparatively. You were two for three, so now you're twenty five for forty five. You're at you're batting five fifty six, and your point differential for this week was only fifteen. So if you hadn't gotten that Dallas Sacramento yeah. game, and you didn't know, like you had your first game, yeah, you hit the bullseye with a point differential. So um, you a four point game. The second game, Milwaukee L A, you were only off by two, oh, and then yeah. your third game, you're off by fifteen, um, or you're off by thirteen. So yeah. uh, Great week, great predictions for you this week. Um, pretty, <clears throat> pretty amazing stuff overall. Uh, you guys are still, you know, I as I as I always say, I give you games that I think are hard to predict, um, and uh, you both do a really good job nonetheless. Uh, so I think it's about time that we take a breather here and hear from one of our sponsors. Bold. My feet are so sweaty and smelly. My wife calls me Swamp Foot. Dry up that swamp, end that odor, with super drying Odor Eater's foot powder. Look, you'd need 25 cans of talc to match the drying strength of just one Odor Eater's powder. It can absorb 25 times more wetness. Wow, no more Swamp Foot. It sure dried up that smelly swamp. Odor Eater's foot powder from the makers of Odor Eater's insoles with the world's most powerful odor destroyer. Wow, I kind of feel bad for that guy, man. He's like, his wife's complaining about his swamp foot. Like, yeah, that's pretty bad. But that stuff, they say odor eaters, 25 times better than talc. Like, how much moisture yeah. can your, like, feet produce? Like, I've, I've had sweaty feet before, but, yeah. like, yeah, how sweaty are we talking? That guy's, like, yeah. walking around with soakers just from foot sweat all day. Yeah, yeah. well, too bad the Nets weren't named the swamp dragons because they had <laughs> yeah. a great sponsor there yeah yeah but it's not quite the best tie-in because i think swamp foot <laughs> kind of has a negative connotation <laughs> yeah. in that context yeah the uh yeah the nets uh the swamp feet anyway uh very quickly hey orange ball juice listeners please subscribe give us a five-star rating and write us a review on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music or wherever you get your podcasts it helps other basketball fans find the show and we want to hear from our listeners so hit us up on instagram at orange ball juice which is mostly pictures of our dog merlin or email us at orange ball juice all one word at gmail.com that's orange ball juice at gmail.com send us your nba hot takes 
All right, so it's time to bust out the b-ball barometer and look ahead to week 18. Buckets forecast. All right, so this is a shortened week, uh, as you guys probably noticed. That I think the last games this week are Thursday because it's All-Star Weekend next weekend. Um, so, But there's still some really, I think really uh, major interesting matchups that I think are really important games heading into the all-star break. So uh, Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's day, we've got um, Marky man. You've got Boston heading to Milwaukee to take on the bucks, the top two teams in the East. What's the forecast now? Is this their first game? Like they will not be playing a game. After this, like, will this be the first game after today, like the Bucks and Celtics, or are they playing before? I'm just wondering. I'm not sure. I don't think hardly. There's only two games today because it's Super Bowl Sunday. So there's this a is good games chance. for February 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they're probably not playing yeah. anything. They might. I mean, they might have a Monday game. One of them might have a back to back. I can I can check for you. But anyways, um, it's fine. But I'm 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 just saying that because I hope I'm hoping because the Celtics are 14 16, the Bucks are 39 17. So there's a one game differential. So if the Bucks win, I don't know if they'll still be second, but they might take over. For they may first. take over the top spot. Yeah. Now, I'm going to give it to the Celtics because I think they're they're playing for something in this game. They want yeah. people to know that they think they're still the best. Yeah. So I'm going to give like I still I say Celtics win by two. I'll say uh, Jason Tatum has 46. Or wait, no, I'll just say top performer. Just Tatum. Tatum. Okay, so just in case you want to change anything, the, the, the Celtics are playing today, actually, at 2 o'clock. They're playing the Grizzlies, and then their next game uh, will be on uh, Tuesday. That Tuesday game you just predicted. Okay, so, so whatever. So you're going to keep it the same? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's going to be a great matchup. I think, um, you know, unlike, unlike uh, the Sixers, I think – I don't think I mean I can't see who really has the upper hand between Boston and Milwaukee. I don't know if the um injury situation in Boston like you had that game last week Spencer on Wednesday where you said key guys was Tatum out of that game too. Uh no. No, Tatum. But he didn't even play. He didn't play much. And Jalen Brown got hurt so that's that's not a serious injury though. I I didn't no, I haven't I heard anything so. about that. No, he, no. So it'll probably be like their full lineups going head to head. So it'll be interesting. So um all right, so another interesting game, I think. Um, as as we know, Golden State um, just lost at home last night uh, to the Lakers. Um, and now on Tuesday, also on Tuesday, they're, they're playing the other uh, L.A. team. They're going to be in L.A. to take on the Clippers. So what's the forecast, Spencey? I have, oh, Jesus. I have Golden State winning by 12, and the top performer is going to be Clay. Because it seems like Kawhi's going to be out. Without him, I don't think the Clippers really have a chance at like slowing down the Warriors. Cause Is that a second of a back-to-back for the Clippers or something? Why do you think he's going to be out? Uh, he's listed as uh, oh, he's he? some weird injury thing. Um, yeah, so... But it's also the second of a back-to-back for the Warriors. They're playing at home against the Wizards on Monday, and then they're playing the Clippers on Tuesday. So you might want to factor that in and you really think i mean yeah Kawhi might might not be playing yeah sure i mean well they i no mean, longer the have clippers Rich- also kind of 
are the they Clippers lost better or, or worse? Like, are they better? Did they acquire anybody? I can't even remember. Did anybody go to the Clippers? Um, yeah, I don't think so. They got two picks. Oh, wait. They got Eric Gordon, except he's kind of washed. Oh, he's not. <laughs> he hasn't He hasn't he's had the chance to play properly. All right. Well, just so he's, saying, a, he's a good shooter. So you think Clay's going to be the top performer? Is that what you yeah, said? I just think the Clippers are going to be okay. a bit, a bit, a little shaken up just because of how trades work. Like, you got to adapt. And if Kawhi's out, I, I think. Well, well Golden State's got to be getting kind of desperate, too, because, like, they're, as, uh, they're in ninth. You know, they seem to be struggling. Like, you know, they, they got to be trying to win all these games now with, mm-hmm. with Steph out. Like, they got to be bringing their A games. Yeah, so. I think they're really scared of the Nuggets. So, as long as they can. Yeah, as long so as they finish. I, I believe that. And so, when, I, I don't know even if there's Thursday games, but all the rest of the games I picked for you guys are, are Wednesday games, which I think are all very, very interesting games. So, Marky oh. Man. The Pelicans are in L.A. to take on the Lakers on Wednesday, February 15th. So what's the forecast? This, has been, this is a very hard week for me to predict. Um, That's the whole idea. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it to the Pelicans. Okay, interesting. They've been struggling. Yeah. The Pelicans have been one of the, you know, ever this, since. I mean, they, so have the Lakers. The Lakers have been too, but the Lakers, have, the Lakers are better now, and the Pelicans are ba- basically the same. Yeah, um, just, yeah, but I'm giving it to the Pelicans. Okay, I'll say Brandon Ingram, twenty-two points, five rebounds, five assists. Okay, Pause. Ingram. Oh wait, as a top, yeah, that's fine. And what do you think? Uh, the point differential, six points. Pelicans by six. All right. So on Wednesday, February fifteenth, as well, uh, Spency. The new look Dallas Mavericks are in Denver to take on the Nuggets. Now, this will be a test. So what's the forecast? Yeah. So, I mean, I was thinking about it, and Jamal, I think he has a small injury. I think he should be. I think he should be back. Yeah. And as much as, like, I just think the Mavs don't have someone to take care of Jokic. No. Right? So I I, I think think, think the Nuggets are going to win this. Okay. Because I also don't think they have anyone to take care of Aaron Gordon either, because he's also huge. Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're yeah, and the top performer is going to be Jokic. So, how much is the Nuggets going to win by? Uh, seven. And you got Jokic. Yeah. All right. Uh, and also Wednesday, Marky Man, we got Utah in Memphis to take on the Grizzlies. So, what's the forecast? Now, Grizzlies are three and seven in the last ten. Yeah, the Jazz are four and six. Um, I think the Grizzlies this week are definitely going to try and turn it around. So I'll give it to the Grizzlies. Uh, have John Morant top performer twenty eight points. Oh, well, you can tell me what do you think? What do you think? Twenty eight points, six yeah. rebounds, nine assists. Okay, and what Memphis is going to win by? How much? Uh, eleven. Oh. Yeah, I think the the Jazz simply just aren't as good now. Yeah. Um, yeah. and Memphis are just as good and. You know, hopefully they can shake off some of the bad vibes because yeah, I think that's, the, that's what's holding them back. Yeah. And the Sharp curse of Shannon Sharp, yeah. I noticed, I think it was in my in the podcast last week, I actually said, you know, Memphis have ever since they got beaten in L.A. by Shannon Sharp, I actually said that, like, as if, like, that's who they played against was Shannon <laughs> yeah. Sharp in yeah. L.A. It was yeah. a slip of the tongue, but it was kind of funny. So also Wednesday, um, Cleveland 
who we don't really talk much about Cleveland, I got to say, but they're oh, sitting yeah. in fourth um, with a 37 and 22 record. They're eight and two in their last 10. They're actually been playing really well lately, mm-hmm. but kind of very quietly. There's not a lot of attention on them. They didn't do much. Uh, did they even do anything at the trade deadline? Did they, did they bring anyone over? I don't, I don't even they know. Anything. They barely did no. anything. They're, they have faith in the squad they have now. Um, so they're in, which a big test for them. They're in Philly to take on the Sixers. So, Spency, what's the forecast? Oh, God. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys are so despondent when I I'm ask pretty you. Sure, I'm pretty sure the Cleveland is really good on the road, right? I want to say that that's true. Uh, their road record is 13 and 16. So not uh, bad, but oh, not no, amazing. Not, no, must be thinking of someone else. It was probably the, the Nets ha- had us have a 16 and 12 road record. That's got to be one of the better records in the league. And yeah. the Knicks all season long have been better on the road than they are at home yeah. <laughs> for whatever reason, which yeah. is always weird when that happens. Anyway. Uh, God, I keep like flip flopping. All right. Well, where are you uh, going? You want me to flip a coin for you? Okay. What do you want? I'll, I'm going to choose Cleveland. Okay. Um, Cleveland by five. Okay. Who's going to, who's going to be uh, the guy for Cleveland? Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. All right. Well, <clears throat> that is all we got for the, the forecast for next week. And then, you know, do you have any prediction for who's going to win, uh, who, who's going to win the, uh, the all-star game as if it matters? Team Giannis well, kinda, or Team LeBron? I mean, it's kind of hard to pick. We don't even know the teams yet. Yeah, just, so Team LeBron. <laughs> okay, LeBron seems to be pretty good at choosing his team. So yeah, so Team LeBron. Who do you think is gonna be the starting five for Team LeBron? Who's he gonna pick? AD. Oh, he's not. AD's not an All Star. Is he? No. no. He just picks him anyway. <laughs> yeah. AD just comes uh, out of the crowd. Uh, I think. Like, I think he's gonna. Oof. Well, isn't the starting five determined already? No. Or no, the starting the starters. five starters. He's gonna so choose he gets Steph. To pick the he's starters. gonna choose Steph. But Steph's not playing, so that's not oh, yeah. gonna work. Ugh, he's it's fine. Different. He's gonna choose Jokic. Right. Do um, you think it's all politics? Like he has to choose. Like he. Has I don't to... know. That's what always happens. It, when it feels get... like that's always what happens. Right. Yeah, tomorrow he might he might choose. Like if AD was on it was there, he probably would choose him because he's his. Yeah, he went out. Yeah, that's what he did last year. He picked AD first. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even. Uh, know. Maybe I th- Kyrie. I think he'll pick. Tatum. Oh yeah. I think he'll pick Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to just find. I don't even know who the stars are. I'm trying to find. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Even All right, we'll just move on from this. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't. Who cares? It doesn't matter. But how about this? Who's winning? LeBron. LeBron. Team LeBron. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that you predict Team Giannis, so I'll remember that okay. for next week. <laughs> um, I think it's funny. Something I didn't bring up in the past, but some of the guys that have like been the MVP of the All-Star game are also guys that have like reputation for being ball hogs because it's kind of funny <laughs> when like on the All-Star game you're just like give me the ball I'm shooting yeah. constantly. Well like when Curry had and 60 just, last year. Yeah it's it was just like all open It looks. was awkward though too because like he would pass it away and then they would just give it back to him and <laughs> yeah. it would be like and yeah. he would like be hesitant well, because and shoot it. Everybody's got so many different agendas during the All Star game. Like it's, the most insane thing was when Lowry took like four charges yeah. in the All Star game, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, it was so weird. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing, yeah. Lowry? Like, yeah. you're gonna get hurt. Yeah. Out there. But this I mean, it was, it was it was, pretty it was a competitive All Star game. Though. Yeah, it's it's. I think they should have another one at the end of the season. The guys should go all out. Yeah. Um. Anyway, it's time to move on. Um. To uh, see what's cooking in Chef. Pasquale's Kitchen. Ciao, I'm Pasquale. Welcome to my kitchen. All right, fellas. Well, 
<clears throat> in this house, our nickname for Pascal Siakam is Chef Pasquale because spicy pee is what happens when you use the toilet after chopping jalapenos. So, Chef Pasquale and his fellow Toronto Raptors, how do they do this week, Spency? Um, do you want a I reminder? Mean, yeah, I think they did like Neither. okay. Yeah, they beat Memphis yeah. on last Sunday, which was week. I mean, they sixteen, were super but anyway, but yeah. They beat they beat the Spurs on Wednesday, so they should Not do that. Impressive. And then they had that collapse on yeah. Friday against uh, Utah. Yeah. So I mean, they're six. And f- <sighs> I think they're six and four in the last ten. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, respectable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, then they disappointed at the trade deadline. So we're all. I think everybody, all like all Raptors fans are kind of like eh, right now. Yeah. Just kind of a meh time and yeah, Raptors land. So, all right, well, I think we've beaten all this into the ground, so we don't have to go on and on about it. But coming up, they only have two games. They got one today, um, which is maybe maybe a good thing, maybe a bad thing. They're playing Detroit uh, today, and they're also playing, uh uh-oh, the Orlando Magic on Tuesday. So what do you think? (laughs) They don't win these both games. Haven't we been beating Orlando? We beat Orlando this season. And we beat Detroit this season. We beat Detroit this season. So what do you think, Marky Man? What's what's in the next two games? We're uh, we're gonna we're gonna lose the Orlando Magic. So they're both and they're both in Toronto. We're gonna lose the Orlando Magic. So we're gonna beat we're, Detroit yeah. and lose Orlando. Yeah. All right. I think I think we're winning both. <clears throat> you say we're winning both. Yep. Okay, well, I'll remember that. I'll file that under. You know, I'll, I'll just remember. Oh, one thing we didn't mention is that Merlin actually had a pick of the week. He picked. Uh, Utah to beat the Knicks um, he was wrong. yesterday, and he was wrong. So if you want to see Merlin's pick of the week, you check. I know he loves to pick the Jazz too. He's like, yeah. I think this is third time picking the Jazz, um, and I think he's been wrong two out of three times. Anyway, he was wrong again. The, uh, Utah was in New York to take on the Knicks, and they lost. And that was uh, the Saturday game that he picked. And you can see his picks and lots of pictures of Merlin, our Orange Ball Juice mascot at Orange Ball Juice on Insta. All right. Let's turn back the shot clock and Euro step our way into the past for time travel trivia. All right. So since it was trade deadline week, this is a trade themed question for you guys. Okay. So as we already brought up, Gary Payton, the second, that whole trade situation with Wiseman and Gary with the Warriors and all that may end up getting canceled um, just because of the he didn't pass his physical, blah, 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 blah. So I went back in time to see if I could find another instance of a trade being canceled. So here is my question, and I'll pose it to you first, Mark Man. On December 8th, 2011, then-NBA commissioner David Stern was forced to cancel a blockbuster three-way trade that would have brought a superstar player from the New Orleans Hornets to join Kobe Bryant's Lakers. Who was that superstar player? Okay, I've, I've seen this before somewhere. I think I know the answer. Um, but I don't know who was on the New Orleans Lakers. So, so I guess... I'm sorry, what? No, you don't know who was on the New Orleans Hornets? New Orleans Hornets. <laughs> So, uh, okay. Um, uh, 
So what, 2011, you said? It was 2011. Now, this it was a three-way trade. <clears throat> it was a blockbuster trade at the time. And there was a superstar player who was on his way from the Hornets to join Kobe Bryant's Lakers. But the commissioner yeah. vetoed the trade. Okay. I have seen stuff about this. I just... All right, well, let's hear your guess. Um, you're getting ready to press that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody. Well, go ahead. Think of somebody. I can't even think of a name. You can't think of a name of a superstar player who was playing in 2011? No. Okay, well, I'll give you a very... I'll give you a hint. This player is still active. I know. It's still in the NBA. Okay, it's... Still in the NBA, Kevin Durant. All right, Spencer. Uh, Chris Paul. Oh, Correct. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Chris Paul, yeah, was a member of the New Orleans um, Hornets, who obviously what, they had moved yeah, from what? Charlotte and were playing in New Orleans. They later became the Pelicans. Yeah. I remember him on the Pel as a Pelican, but I don't. Yeah. Um, well, basically what happened was the ownership for the, the Hornets at the time was like trying to get rid of the team. And it's the only time in NBA history the NBA itself actually yeah, bought and it controlled was, the, yeah, the Hornets because yeah. they didn't want them to move again. They just moved from Charlotte and they were like a troubled franchise. So this and it was right after the lockout, like there'd been a yeah, yeah, yeah. a labor thing. So the problem um, was like suddenly Chris Paul was going to join the Lakers and that would have like the Lakers could have been like incredible for another several years after that. But other owners were complaining because it was was like a blockbuster trade that was like way too advantageous for the Lakers. Um, And in a situation where the league is dealing like the league's the owner of the team dealing the star player. So basically the owners believe that Chris Paul joining the LA Lakers would have um, totally changed the whole balance of the league unfairly. Yeah. Um, they would have had a superstar point guard without giving up any draft picks, and they would have also yeah. saved $40 million. Exactly. So yeah. it was just like they just kiboshed it. Yeah. And the, the, there was like it was a three way trade. So the, propo- the, the, the trade was Paul was going to be joining Brian on, the, Brian on the Lakers. The Rockets would have received star center uh, Pau Gasol, uh, and the Hornets would have acquired Lamar Odom, who's on the Lakers at the time. Who's on his. On a downfall, yeah. Luis Scola and uh, from Houston, and then Kevin Martin from Houston and Goran Dragic from Houston. So they would have gotten a bunch of players, but still, it was more about how good the Lakers would have yeah. been yeah. without giving anything up. Goran Dragic was good back then. Too. Um, yeah, I mean, it would have been yeah, it would have been good for. Uh, anyway, whatever what ended up happening is that, as we all know, Chris Paul ended up going to the Clippers after that. Um, so that was like. I think that's the last time that a major trade's actually been like it just didn't go through. Like they, the yeah. owners freaked out the second it was announced, and the league had to kibosh the whole thing. Yeah. So it was a, a yeah. very, uh, a very unique and interesting um, thing. And it's also I forgot that that the Charlotte Hornets had moved to New Orleans, and then they became. Then there was this whole thing where. Um, the sh- then uh, it would begin the sh- like a new team was founded in Charlotte as the Bobcats. It was the Charlotte Bobcats, and then the um, New Orleans Hornets became the New Orleans Pelicans. And then Michael Jordan, who's majority owner of the Bobcats, was like, "Can we go back to calling these guys the Hornets?" And they did. 
And uh, by the way, Michael Jordan was like 98% order, owner of that team. And yeah. when he bought it, well, was, he bought old. it for like 300 million and now it's yeah. worth like 1.5 billion or something. Yeah. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, fellas, thank you. Uh, my last question for you of the day is who you got in the Super Bowl. This is Super Bowl Sunday and hopefully we don't get sued by the NFL for saying the word Super Bowl out loud. But anyway, who you got? I got Final, Chiefs. You got the Chiefs. Chiefs. Final score? Oh, uh, uh, oof, 37-33. Wow. Okay, what do you got? No, right no, 37-34. 34? Okay. What do you, who you got in score? I'm fully cheering for the Eagles. Okay. So I'm going to give it to them just because. Sure. I'm gonna say twenty seven. Okay. Twenty six actually. Twenty six. Okay. To fifteen. Twenty six to fifteen. Yeah. Well, I hope Spencer's right because that just sounds like a better game. But anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I've got I got to get those chicken wings in the oven and yeah. the, uh, get that queso on the stove. Yeah. You guys got to do whatever you got to do. Let's get let's clean up this house so we can enjoy watching the Super Bowl. So uh, until next time, listeners. Take it easy. Uh, yeah. I got nothing else to say.